This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Sounds a little worse mm-hmm. than, than it does, but so your uh, happy new year. Bite? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> happy yeah. new year to you and to Meyer and to your family. And thank you and happy to you as well. Yep. I hope that um, next year is, a, is uh, a good one for all of us. Yeah, me too. And I hope we're all healthy and well and happy and that's the best I guess we can ask for anybody and the same to all of our wonderful listeners who've been with us for well I don't know how many years but we've been doing this for 13 years (laughs) I don't know how long they've all been with us but whoever thanks for listening we appreciate it speaking of who listening listens a friend of mine who I went to high school middle school grade school middle school um with who lives in, lived and grew up in Westside on East Locust, um, West Locust, excuse me. And um, she listens. She's a, a mail carrier, and she mm. tells Meyer all the time she listens. And I see her a lot because sometimes she does the downtown route. And if I'm at Broadway, I see her and her name. And we called them years ago. We said Lori Barres. When we were in school, we called her Barres. But it's really Barres. Um, but I oh. think it was pronounced differently from them. But I don't. I, I'm not 100 percent sure because some people, after a while, every sometimes the names go back to the way they should be pronounced or shouldn't. But so, but Lori Barres was in our my class. I love her, and so, but I'm not sure again if it really print, should be Barres. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm going with what we called her, and it was always Barres. And um, her brother Jim is a sweetheart, and I used to see him all the time at mass. And uh, anyway, so big shout out to Lori because she listens and she's, I, I always say mail carriers, we, they, they're, it's what they have to do and the running and the, and sometimes when you look at properties like in Southside or the Hill and you look at those steep steps and how, and, yeah. and carrying the, lugging the mail, and it's a lot, it's just a lot. So um, God love her and, and thanks for listening, Lori. And then I was in Nada's last week. 
and my buddy Bill Butler was in there. And Billy said, love your show, Laurie. So, because um, <laughs> I said to Nada, I'm on my way out. I have to go tape my show. And that's with Billy. So Billy is a, is a good buddy. Um, and he's a very dear friend to our dear friend, Butchie Bastoki. And um, <laughs> so I, Billy was in there um, uh, you know, get doing getting things at at Nada's, supporting small business, and so hello to Bill Butler. So yeah, there are mm-hmm. two people I know who recently have said that. So happy New Year to you guys. Do you have anyone? Good. Um, yeah, I, not that listens to the show, but it was an interesting thing. I happened to be at Fidelity Bank a couple of weeks ago, and um, I was upstairs in the administrative offices, and it was so funny because. Uh, I was running around saying hi to people, and these were people that have been guests on our show, you know, but right. we don't see each other, so we don't, we don't know what anybody looks like. So I, I went to uh, one of the offices, and the woman, I, I introduced myself, and I said my name, and she said, oh, you're the one from the radio show. I said, yeah, and you're the one that was a guest on our radio show. And had I not been here and seen you, I would have walked right by you because I'd have no idea. So anyway, it was funny just to, you know, connect that fact that you and I, for, for the most part, we speak to thousands of people every weekend, but we would never know them, and they would never know us if we stood right next to each other. And well, that's some the of them I do. Radio. Right. Yes. Some of them I do know many ahead of, of time because I know the many of them. Yeah, but yeah. and because you know, having worked at Fidelity myself all those years ago, geez, it's a long. Do you know, this year, twenty twenty three, will be twenty years ago that I worked for Fidelity. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Very short That's period amazing. of time, but unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's, there was that. And you just reminded me of something else I wanted to say, too, that uh, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, last week or the week before, but um, I got a candle in the mail from Notology, which is... Um, a, a wonderful, wonderful place owned by Danielle Fleming, who is uh, just entrepreneur of the year as far as I'm concerned. The woman uh, has absolutely uh, the best instincts for what she should be doing, what businesses she should be in, how to promote them on social media. And it's just, just I just have so much respect for what she's done. So... Um, a, a mutual friend of ours uh, apparently purchased a bunch of these candles from her and had a little sticker put on them, you know, from so and so. And I was, uh, that was the only concession that I made this year to creating any holiday spirit in the house, mostly <laughs> because um, I, all of the stuff that I have is probably 10 or 11 years old. There's nothing wrong with that. But the fact is that it collects a lot of dust. And if I go pulling all that stuff up from the basement and put it in the house, I'll be sneezing my guts out all... And I just said, no, I can't do that. But the candle is something that is just one of the most pleasant smells. I've. It's a combination 
of all kinds of holiday smells. It's not just pine. It's not holly. It's just a whole bunch of things, and it's it's beautiful. And it's a soy candle, which apparently doesn't bother me as much as regular candles. So I lit that candle, put it up on top of the refrigerator, and I started baking all my cookies. And it just, the smell of it was just so wonderful. I I love it. And I, I said that to her in an email, and I just said I really appreciate the fact that you do these things in the holidays because the smell is just magnificent. So, of course, now after Christmas, Christmas sales online, so I'm definitely going to buy another one for myself for next year. But they yeah, burn something it. like eight hours. Yeah, so, I yeah. love the smell of Christmas, too. I love that piney. Um, yeah. Just, it's just so, it makes you, you know, it makes you feel so good. It's very soothing. I love the it smell is. of pine. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I have at least one real tree in my house, because mm-hmm. at least you can smell it, you know. I love it. Love it. But, uh, yeah. well, she had her building, as we spoke of before, Lynn, her yeah. building, buying that and doing what she did, it looks beautiful there. It makes the uh-huh. block so much more alive. It's beautiful. Yeah, she's, yep. she's a a wonderful woman. Wonderful. She is. She is. So here's, here's to you, Danielle, and happy yes. new year and many, a good year following your new, your new business, your new, uh, building and new location and yeah. hopeful, um, Cheers to you. She is. She's a good yeah. lady. She is. She does so, some wonderful things. Um, and you. Are, oh, okay. Um, are we at time? Did we? No. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. I can put mine off. Okay. So, um, so what else? one more thing. How was your I wanted week? to say that um, a, a very sad thing happened this week. Oh, um, you remember the woman who was the receptionist in my business, Shirley McLaughlin. Uh-huh. She yes. passed on Monday. Oh no! At home, yeah, two days shy oh, of her ninetieth birthday. Oh, I'll bet. yeah. So, um, her, her, oh. I told you before, her husband um, was Jimmy. on the board of Third National Bank years yep. and years ago when I was just a young, young, young kid at the age of nineteen, a newly minted nineteen-year-old. Um, mm-hmm. starting at the bank, and he was the, first of all, he, the most handsome, kind, mm-hmm. and his son, Jeff, I mean, the, and then knowing later that Shirley was Jeff's mom and, and Jim's <laughs> wife, I was like, oh, my God. I felt yes. like I knew her forever, and I probably did meet her and didn't even realize it, but, oh, my God, oh, Lynn, she was so full yeah. of love and life and uh, spirit. I know. I know. She's just, oh. just a wonderful person. And uh, I guess it was quite unexpected. Nobody, she, you know, she was slowing down. I mean, like I said, she was going to be 90 yeah, um, on Wednesday. I and I, uh, I sent her uh, a Christmas gift. And her oh. daughter called on Monday, and I couldn't get on the phone. She left a message. And she said she just wanted to talk to me about Shirley's situation. I didn't know what she meant, but then later on I got... Um, a text message from the pastor at the church and just wanted to let me know that she had passed. And, yeah, it's really um, just 71 years they were married. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, 71 years. And if they told me that, I would say, to the same person. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) 
to the same right. person. So I know. And how many children, Lynn? How many four, children? Four. Oh. She's three sons and a daughter. Wow. Oh. And and many well, grandchildren and great grandchildren. So wow. she was always so proud of them and she every time there would be a new one, she'd have pictures all over the place. And the other thing that was so phenomenal about her is that she was a referee for um, field hockey. Oh, and she used to go to the JV games and and referee and running up and down the courts when she was in her 70s or 80s. Well, I could see that. She was, oh, she was yeah. um, wow. And, and you know what, Lynn? The thing about Shirley, when you have somebody like Shirley answering your phone, and yeah. I, it drives me crazy. I know it's efficient. I know it's, it, you know, of the current day. But there is nothing more um, thoughtful and, and concerning, or not concerning, what's the word I'm using, um, thoughtful to the customer. When you call yeah. a business and a live person answers the phone, opposed mm-hmm. to, and you have to get, and then everyone screams at the prompts, you know, because you, I do yeah. it myself, and Meyer will say to me all the time, you know you're talking to a computer, I don't care, it's annoying. So <laughs> the fact that people answer the phone, and she always did, and yeah. I think, I just, I absolutely, I love her, and she was the kindest yeah, lady with such exuberance and just your everyday hello. Yeah. That, it's and that. a wild it's sense of humor. She was service. great. Aww. Yeah, she was oh, wonderful. Shirley, and God she, bless you, honey. Yeah, Aww. and, you know, Shirley, well, she was my mother's contemporary, too. Right, and, right. Um, and that, and, and every time now I think of my niece, my great-niece, Shirley, really? I mm-hmm. think of both of them, you know, and it's, it's Yeah, there you go. But anyway, um, my heart breaks for for all of them, especially for Aww. Jimmy, who's been, you know, a guy who's been with her for 70-plus years. Right. And, uh, and all of her kids. I mean, they really did depend on each other. They did a wonderful marriage together, so... Uh-huh. Anyway, um, my best to their families, and um, yeah. I hope that we can. There's a, supposed to be an event that they're going to have in the spring, a remembrance for her. Oh, okay. Which it will be great. Well, let me. So, I want to know too, Lynn. If I don't see it, remind me because I'd okay. love to go. I'll go with you if you don't mind. All right. And on uh-huh. that note, God love her. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises. Because it is who you know. 
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director and certified financial planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR special event business. So, Lynn, do you have any rentals? Yes. Do you make, we talk about this, but do you, just to, it's always worth it again. Do you make resolutions? No. <laughs> Why? Because no, you, you I don't, don't get them or they're not worth it. No, because I just don't think they're worth it. I, I mean, right. it, a resolution to me is something that you you want to do because there's something missing in your life or something you're not proud of or something you'd rather not do again, like, Let's say go to the gym three times a week or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't need that. You know, I mean, I, that just adds additional pressure and starts from a negative place. And I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, what I prefer to do is, is make some goals. You know, okay. some things I'd like or not necessarily goals that have numeric value to them, but goals that might have some lifestyle um changes to them so that I I would say I'm going to work towards three days a week of work and two days a week of off time or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, those are things that would inspire me to want to do something. But yeah, but it's other stuff, you know, it, it, to me, it's the same thing as when people and, and I understand the logic behind it. Uh, but when people do things where they sacrifice certain things during Lent. To yeah. me, it's just, I can't, re- I have a hard time relating to it. But, you know, that's how I feel about resolutions because most people start off the year and by February 15th, they're done. So, yeah. that's the point. And, and then you have all the, um, um, all the, um, the dieting and the, you see every commercial now will come up with, Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or this, that, and the other. And then on every cooking show that, because I love to watch cooking, the Food Network, and then everything's about 
eating lighter and and and, yeah. and that lasts yeah. about three weeks and then everything back to normal. <laughs> to normal. And I agree with with you in many ways when you say that, which is the Lent thing, which we've always talked about. Is that I yeah. heard that once, and it bears repeating that a priest long time ago said you shouldn't sacrifice things at lunch at, at Lent. You should be getting it. You should use Lent as a way to get closer to God, which that's why, you know, I go to church every, every, right. uh, so it's not as much of, and, and if you want to look at it as what's your sacrifice in that sense, you could say, well, it's time because even if I, even if I don't, and because now I don't go, I haven't gone physically, I might, this year might be another story, but the last yeah. couple of years I've done it remote, you know, on virtually. And mm-hmm. so even if I was, dead tired and didn't have time during the day, I would lay in bed at night and watch, you know, 25 minutes, do the mass and and pray and do what I needed to do because it was the commitment I made to it. And and to me, that was what's important. So I I follow that. But to the same, to your point of resolution, I said to somebody, um, I'm going to resolve, uh, you know, and use that term. and, And they said, well, I said what I'd really like to do, and I, I do say this, I think I'm going to do it, and I don't. I think if I say it out loud, it, it, it makes sense, is that I really want to read more than I do because mm-hmm. I have a few books that I really want to read, and and they I have them right here with me. And the other thing is to go, which is kind of a neat thing, is to go to the movies more often because yeah. I don't say I'm going to do that and I don't take the time to do it. And I don't care if it's during the day or an early, I said, so I said to Meyer, we're, and I'll go to a movie by myself. I love to go to movies a lot. Me too. I love it. I do. I love it. I love it. But I mm-hmm. just think when, like, those are things that would enhance my and from an entertainment standpoint you learn something you you know there's so many good movies out right now so i i just those are things that i say this year i'm going to read more and um go to the movies more and i and those kind of things are fun because they're they're not things that it's not as something arduous or you're missing out on to me it's something you're gaining by doing that you know instead of trying to lose something if, if you know what i mean it's it's a game. I do. So, and and, and yeah. I read something yesterday um, that I that really just kind of hit home with me because it was something that I recognize that I don't do and and I want to do it and that is to do more spontaneous things. So when you see something um, that you want to do or you like or you just do it. You know, and, and I mean, it's things, it's simple things like, uh, I don't even, this doesn't have to be a great overwhelming project that you're going to take on, but just like you said, just saying, okay, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to go and see this movie just because I want to, it's spontaneous. I want to see it. Right. Or, you know, just stuff like that, just to, to do more things that make you present in your life right now. Instead of always thinking about what I have to do, where do I have to go, what do I have to accomplish, blah, blah, blah. It's more of living in the moment, which is where the juice in life really is. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I resolved to do more of. And not just necessarily this year, but for the rest of my life. I just think 
We need to start looking at things like that to be more present. Yes, and that those things are. I love. Um, I really love movies, and I love you know knowing about them and being up to date on those kind of things and be able to have conversations about those so mm-hmm. you know that that book club um everybody does book clubs which which we love but um which i think are really important but what about and i that's one thing i'd like to do so it kind of holds your feet to the fire so to speak yeah completed yeah. site but like wouldn't a movie club be cool too like after yeah. you you see the movie then you 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 have a group of people who talk about what that's like and what you gleaned from this movie and what maybe you didn't think about it or you know because it, it's always kind of cool when you can go back and talk about oh remember when they said this or what do you think they meant when they said that did you get this yeah. i think those so, and there's just so there are so many good movies. I mean, I'm I'm a movie snob. I don't like a lot of kind of movies. I'm I'm, no, I'm me neither. I like them to tell a story. I don't like like Avatar, any of those kind of like Star Wars. I never got into any of those kind, and I could care less about them. But I but I I mean they're wonderfully done. I just don't have any interest in them. But like to just to that's what I want to do. I want to spend more time doing that. I used to do it all the time, and I put it off. So I'm, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping to do more of this year and to, to, to have that kind of good stuff and the knowledge of it. Watch documentaries, you know, um, you know, see more of Ken Burns stuff because he's now doing, he has a new book out too with photographs um, of all, all of the subject. things. And just in general, all of the documentaries he's done, and it's just oh. American. He, he celebrates America, and he mm-hmm. has. A, he was just on the Today Show the other day, and he has this wonderful new like like coffee table book. And um, mm-hmm. it's weird for him because he's usually doing a documentary, and his stuff is incredible. So mm-hmm. um, I, I just those yeah. those things. I just want to catch up on on all of that stuff and and have have a little more knowledge of the past and and. What you know, the work that people have done that I just didn't pay attention to, and I want to now. So, those kind of things, well, I think, very appropriate to what you're just talking about is an article that uh, I wanted to. We certainly, we you and I could talk about this one, how you could be seen and say what you mean, and it's called. It the sub uh, text is tips <laughs> for revealing your true story, even if it hurts. By a woman yeah. named Van Tuckwood. So, uh, this is the article anyway. When she hit 50, Elaine Harrow realized she had been slowly strangled by other people's expectations and rules she had mistaken as truth, such as, quote, you will put others before yourself, just settle down with a nice man and be happy, end quote. These rules became her prison. My soul, my authentic self, had been covered with barnacles and was barely breathing, she recalls. She scraped off the barnacles and embarked on a spiritual journey that led her to India and inspired her at age 74 to write her memoir, Path of Fire, A Woman's Journey to Oneness. For Harrow, who had been a bystander in her own life, Sharing her truth took courage. I realize how crucial it is for us to tell our stories as we hit 60, 70, 80, and beyond. We've lived long lives, and we have knowledge and wisdom to share. It's time to stop being quiet. And you know, that is so 
180 degrees opposite of so many other cultures where they want the so-called elders to share the stories and keep passing them down. In our culture, we never, we don't want, like once you hit 50 or 60, you're shoveled off to the side because there's more things going on. This is amazing to me that she said, here are some ways you could discover and share the true story. Ask, what brings me energy? Is part of you screaming and begging to be seen? Do you sometimes wonder who you are? Many women define themselves by their roles, such as wife and mother. However, disappearing into roles leaves a void that's often gaping by midlife, according to writers like Hero and Glennon Doyle, whose 2020 memoir, Untamed, urges women to drop the disappearing act caused by the people-pleasing women often do. When a woman finally learns that pleasing the world is impossible, she becomes free to learn how to please herself. This mm-hmm. woman, Doyle, writes, I knew from the time I was 12 I would be a newspaper editor. I was quiet but not shy. I watched people. I paid attention. This was my talent, the ability to become a conduit for communication, to tell stories. I felt it in my bones. My work became my energy source. I also wanted to be a mother, but wasn't so enthused about the day-to-day job of marriage and child-rearing. I adore my two daughters, and I was lucky to have a loving mother close by to help care for them. But I felt shackled by the expectations of my husband. And I love this definition. Who wanted a more doting, casserole-making kind of wife. (laughs) That's good. I love it. When my marriage ended after 17 years, I heard a chorus of angels singing, free, 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 never again a wife I will be. But before I felt free, I felt crushed. I had to overcome rejection and heartbreak and shake the idea that I was somehow less worthy without a husband. Where'd that idea come from, anyway? Was it a rule derailing me from my own story? Fashion designer Diane Gilman, 77, who ditched tradition in the 60s to design jeans for rock stars, advises plugging yourself in where the juice is. Finding the energy source that renews you. She fleshes this out in the new book of which I am co-author. That's the woman who's writing this article. Too young to be old. How to stay vibrant, <laughs> visible, and forever in blue jeans. Isn't that a great title? I love it. Love it. <laughs> so oh, I know who that Diane Gilman woman is. I know who she you is. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, she she has um, she has a her own clothing line, jean line, and she's all. I think she's on one of the. I know she. I've never bought anything from her, but she's yeah. on. I don't know. I think it's HSN. Um, okay. And she's on a lot. She's yeah. So I know who she is. Well, she said. I'll just quickly run this before we have to take a break. But she lives her life by twenty five rules of for women who don't like rules. <laughs> Including growing older is a privilege, not a punishment, and don't be a spectator in your own life. How we use our most finite treasures is crucial to every chapter of our life. Gilman told her, I admit, I've got my jumper cables mixed up on more than one occasion. Explosions have occurred. Great line. Um, Okay, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Laurie and Lynn. Stay tuned.
Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director and certified financial planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we were just talking before the break about an article written by a woman named um, Jan Tuckwood, how you could be seen and say what you mean. And the first thing that this woman talked about is ask what brings me energy. So we just talked about what brings me energy, and that's where you want to plug in. The second one is write your story and start with your quirks. 
Expressing your spark and dropping the mask of roles requires risk and exposure. Try this exercise. How would you describe yourself to get a suitor's attention on a dating app? Friends often ask me to help them write their online dating profiles because my own profile led me to two long and lovely relationships, including my current one. My advice, start with your quirks. Fun things that make it easy for potential partners to get to know you. What makes you stand out? My dating profile declared, I can't cook your dinner, but I could write your life story after our first date. <laughs> That's, That's a clever way to say I'm a writer who won't be waiting on you. Okay. I love some it. Of my other, some of my other quirks I openly share. I collect Barbies and have blonde hair, the shade of Malibu Barbie. I had such a mad crush on Davy Jones of the Monkees that I once chased him across four lanes of traffic. He was on a bike. I was driving a Honda Accord. Don't judge. I ended up with backstage passes. <laughs> Believe it or not, many women I, I interview have trouble coming up with one quirk. They've thrown their spark into park. That's a good one. <laughs> Love it. And then the third one is connect the threads. Ruthless candor brings clarity. I know a smart and sensitive woman who cried when she had to write a eulogy for her mother. She said, I didn't know, Mom. I didn't know anything about how she felt or why she did what she did. Nobody had asked her mother about the desires of her heart. Maybe she didn't even ask herself, and now it was too late. When you are truthful, really, really truthful, your story gets interesting, says Liz Corson, a Florida-based writer and editor who uses ruthless candor to help people craft their memoirs. Is the pain worth it? Connecting the threads of your life to discover why you have a problem trusting authority, perhaps, or why a lower-middle-class woman would be fascinated by a $10,000 alligator purse? She's talking about herself with that purse thing. Corson's life was rocked by her parents' divorce when she was 10. The oldest of three girls, she left home at 16, spent the last two years of high school living in boarding houses and worked her way through college by mowing lawns. Wow. She adores pricey Lana Marks handbags and Alfa Romeo spiders. She's owned two. Why? Connect the threads. She is still that struggling college student inside. Why do I drive a yellow convertible? I'm an introvert, and I fear invisibility. Strange. We, wow. uh, we have yeah. so many distractions to keep ourselves comfortable. But if you want to be truthful, you have to strip those away. We are left with our stories. That's all we've got. If you die with your stories untold, you're just a pebble thrown into a pond, gone down without a ripple. The purses, the cars, the rolls, what are they saying about you? What are they hiding? Tell your truth. Write it. Be prepared for it to hurt. And then they ask the question, do any of you sometimes feel invisible? Let us know in the comments below. Well, Lynn, back to that story of older, getting older, and, and, and how what we do in America <clears throat> is that um, the Chinese culture, the elders are revered, and Japanese, and they're yeah. taken care yeah. of, and they're, 
that revered is the word, and that's exactly what it should be. <clears throat> this constant, you know, old thing, and the it, it's just. I mean, we all we all had it as Americans. It's what we, you know, we we were younger. We thought the same thing, and now you know, I'm 61. You're 71. We're we're in, um, you know, doing what we do, and we we're, we talk about this stuff. It's it's, it, you know, that's what I say when people say. Oh, I, I, I don't want another birthday. We're forgetting my birthday. I said, why? Look at, you should yeah. be grateful you're here to celebrate that. There's so many people who, yeah. like when I think of my mother, <clears throat> my mother would have loved to tell you she was 100 years old. Yeah. My mother died at 81. You know, you, you, she wanted to live. I mean, so when you look at that, you think, come on, knock it off. Like, yeah. who cares how old you are? That's a good thing. It's it is, and uh, and we don't we don't respect that in our culture. Um, we we truly don't. We kind of you know marginalize people after a certain age, and we just yeah. kind of tolerate them, you know. And and it's just it it's such a waste of knowledge that could be passed yeah. on. And you know, the, I was thinking about the other day that I went back thinking about my career and where I started and how things were there's a woman who wrote an um, an email and sent it out she has a newsletter and I guess I'm on her newsletter list but she, it was all about the fact that that she had tried many many times in different avenues to try to get more women involved in the financial planning world because Statistically, we are still no more than 20% of the financial advisors. Yeah. And that number has remained constant for decades. And the question has always been why? Why are not, you know, you see, I mean, I love to see them. You see the football games. You see the referees on the field, women, the one woman with a long blonde ponytail yeah. sticking yeah. out the back of her baseball cap. I, I just love it. I love seeing it. And I love seeing that it's the norm now and that people don't say the first anymore. It's just, it's a very relaxing way to be in life. But there aren't enough women in my business, and I don't understand why they don't. And I, I think that she and I were both talking about essentially the same thing. That it's a business that was created by men. Uh, originally, financial planning was something that got uh, its life from the mutual fund salespeople. That's where it started. And it just evolved into something way, way, way bigger than what it was originally. But it's never, it's been pretty much a, an old boys club. And it's one of those things that, that if you, do it differently than the way men do it for men is considered to be something that's not the real thing. And as you know, because of the books I've written, the articles I've written, all the stuff that I've talked about, women relate differently to money than men do. Yeah, And if absolutely. we don't recognize that fact and and come at it from that perspective then most women just get completely turned off. And I think that's, that's part of the problem, is that there aren't enough women in the business to talk to other women to make them feel that they're understood and listened to. Right. And, right. and it's just, it's a, it's a difficult thing 
for me to look at this and say, all right, I have been in this business for four decades. And in four decades, that number has not moved. Right, because if you look at the number of female doctors or lawyers 40 years ago versus oh, yeah. where we are now, it's a huge. It's, it, the men are becoming the minority in they the, are. the medical and the and even law. I mean, it's, it's just how it is. So that is one area. I think it's because there's not, again, I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't know what the fear is with women and money and that getting into that um, business because it it really well, has not. I mean, if you look at it around this area, it's definitely much lower than oh, it should yeah. be after all these years later. My God, like trying to find a needle in a haystack to find other women. But right. the thing right. is, the thing is that I think that women were still stuck in that uh, cultural expectation like i just said when we started find a good man and and get married oh and it mm-hmm. becomes it becomes his responsibility it's it's just somehow other allocated to that side of the formula that anything having to do with money isn't a man's issue and, that, right. and we're still living in that world but i right. think as more and more younger women are choosing not to get married because for financial security and are creating careers of their own and it's a question of hmm, maybe I don't really need, need to have that you know it's uh but I don't know what to do with what I've got either because nobody ever talked to me about it including mm-hmm. my mother yeah but uh I mean, you know it's how it is well Lynn even like Sean um my Sean's girlfriend Katie she, we were talking and she had said when she was in at thanks, when we were together at Thanksgiving that she was on the phone with me and she ran into, and it sounds so weird when you're in the middle of New York in Manhattan and you run into someone in the street and she said, Larry, can I call you right back? I just, I said, sure, honey, go ahead. And she called back. She was so weird. This guy, you know, was something about a, um, a guy who either she interviewed with or wants her to interview with this firm, whatever. And she said, I have to network. I said, absolutely. And Sean, she was, we, we were telling Sean the story. And she, and Sean said, yep, mom, Katie is very sought after because of the work she does, which is in the technical side of, um, the financial realm Mm -hmm. and she's moving and grooving with that and you know you can look at this and think okay well she's also dating a university of pennsylvania undergrad yale law school graduate who's extremely you know is already successful and god only knows down the road and and but sean looked at that from her standpoint and i thought oh god thank god because that's Mm -hmm. so important and i kind of like i think he would get that because he's he was eight years old when his dad and i separated for the last right. time and final time and and, it, and and he saw me as a single mom and I think that that has given him that perspective is what I'm Absolutely. saying. I think that those, you know, that, that's right. And so for him to say yep. it like that, I thought, oh God, I love it. And she, and, that's and all wonderful. Her, because I said to him the other day, you know, all your friends are getting married. What about you? He was with his buddy Fran. And I said, what's going on? And they said, nope, we're not. Nope, we're focused. We're, And they're 28. Fran just turned 29. Sean will be 29 next month. Katie's the same mm-hmm. age. And they're just, like, doing their thing right now. It's not. They're not even thinking about that. And that's great. 
You know, it's, it's great. So yep. anyway, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, I, I think we all, I think that women are giving, you know, because of the opportunities they have now, we're hopefully we can put that, you know, down the road to, to bed because it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and on that note, we're going to have yep. to wrap the show up here. Yes. And so say happy, happy, happy new, new year, year everybody. everybody. Yes. Happy new year. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Um, have a great weekend and uh, be nice. No, be safe and please be yeah. nice. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.